1: To van life. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Frankie.
2: And I'm Alex.
1: And together, we are FNA Van Life.
2: I was just closing the door so that you guys can't hear the rushing waves of the ocean behind us.
1: It sounds absolutely beautiful. We are right now in Costa Rica. We're about to actually meet up with Alex's family here.
2: Yeah, we've got a two week vacation with my family, which is going to be really amazing. We're actually also making our first journey north. We crossed our first border north the other day leaving panama coming to costa rica if you guys are new to the podcast for the last nine months we've been traveling all of mexico and central america and it's about time to turn around and come back
1: home and on the way north we actually picked up a hitchhiker as well and maybe it went as planned maybe it didn't you're gonna have to wait for the youtube videos to check that out so make sure to go subscribe there But this week, we have a really awesome guest that we have with us. We have Brian from Boulder Camper Vans.
2: Brian is a really awesome guy. Such good vibes, you'll see in the episode what I mean by that. It was really a pleasure to talk to him, and we can't wait to go and visit the shop. He gave us a little bit of a tour of it over the Zoom afterwards. Everything is so professional and, like, cool, and it looks like a really great place, to do any kind of van work.
1: Yeah, so in this episode, you're going to get a really good idea of what it's like to be building inside a professional building space, a company that's been doing it for a really long time too as well, and somebody that you can really trust when it comes to building exactly what you want. Because a lot of the builders out there aren't making custom builds. They're doing it more along the lines that they want, and then you wind up buying the van that way.
2: And also, a lot of van builders have never really lived in vans. Like, we know a bunch of people who maybe they built a van originally thinking they were going to travel and stuff but they just really like building so they've never actually lived in vans so brian is a great example of somebody who really exemplifies the lifestyle loves the lifestyle and wants to get as many people on the road and enjoying it as possible
1: all right let's get these vibes started and let's get into this podcast
0: we had hired a new marketing person and, you know she was like thinking about some podcasts and we were talking about that and she kind of found you guys and the community that you guys have cultivated and, you know, I checked it out and, you know, seemed like a pretty good fit for us and, you know, totally our vibe as well. So, uh, you know, my thank you to you as well for, you know, kind of putting us up. Yeah, no problem
1: at all. We appreciate having you. We love having all different types of guests on the podcast, especially people who are like builders and creating their own company related to the space and people who have been in the space as well. So it's nice to see a company out there that's not just making them the make the money that they're also passionate about it as well at the same time. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You nail on the head. We we definitely are passionate about what we do. You know, we're all really good and honed in on the craft on what we do here you know we've got electricians we've got plumbers we've got you know skilled work woodworkers you know we're using japanese hand saws and you know we've got more of the modern tools as well like cnc machines and stuff but you know every client that comes in the door for us really has a a unique vision on what they're wanting to do and you know they like a little bit of this van over here and a little bit of that van and they kind of want to put everything together in a really high quality using know really top-notch components which for a good build uh you know that's really important especially with you guys living in it full-time it's nice when stuff's not rattling going down the road or you're worried about your batteries dying or you know the van not being well insulated enough or you know things like that so all those things really count for us here and uh, i think people depend on us to build a unique custom like four season vehicle you know for them that has you know, true off-grid potentiability with the suspension and the battery power and the solar plant and everything that kind of works in uniform that uh, kind of gives you a good experience.
2: So let's take it back to the beginning and maybe like how you know all the things that make a good experience in van life. So why don't you kind of take us back to what got you interested in van life where were you when you first like discovered that you could live like this and that, you know, being in a van was really cool and something that you were like into?
0: Yeah, totally. So I, I have always been, uh, really into automobiles. You know, I grew up on the East coast and, uh, you know, out there was, you know, the, the pimp my ride kind of vibe out there. It wasn't so much van life, you know, uh, I'm 38 years old now. So this was, you know, 20, you know, 22 years ago and so I've I've always had a passion for, you know, automobiles. And I, I, my first vehicle was a, a Ford van. And so I've kind of, when I was 16, 17 years old, I was lucky enough. I didn't really know it at the time and it didn't feel as cool as it is today, but I've always had a van. And I, you know, the moment that I had a van and I knew I could just walk through the center aisle and get back to, you know, all the things that I love to do. Uh, you know my snowboarding, my mountain biking, and having a couple couple of like creature comforts. I, uh, you know, I've I've always been into vans, and so I've had vans pretty much all my life. And you know, I had bought a couple of nice, you know, I had a Winnebago Revel a while back, and I had some of these higher end, uh, you know, kind of pre manufactured vehicles, and they just were really disappointing me. You know, really just not, I couldn't find anything in the market the way that I knew I wanted to be v- a van to be built. Uh, you know, structurally, insulation-wise, and all these other things. So hence the conception of Boulder Camper Vans. um, I wanted to create a really strong, unique, custom, uh, high-quality van. And so that's what we're kind of known for, um, I believe, and we believe um, that that's the kind of quality that we put out. And so all that kind of derived from you know, my good and bad experiences of having a van my entire life and all different makes. I've had the, you know, the Dodge Pro Masters, the Ford Transits, the the, the E350s and everything uh, from left to right. And so I feel like I have a really good experience on, you know, what works and what doesn't work. Um, but also kind of giving the client the customization of am because I'm very confident in the, the people that I have here to be able to to give a unique build uh, and I, I didn't want a company that kind of had model a B and C because it's there's something about that you know mundaneness of building the same thing over and over again that kind of takes the the passion out of it for us so you know again that's that's the kind of company I created was a, a you know a, a, a high end camper van you know custom company and that came from you know i started with one guy you know i started with one guy and just starting this business up i had a little money saved up and i knew that i had the skill set so it was just me and one other guy uh then it was 3 and 4 and 5 and now we have 22 um and i've got two locations one down in uh, salida colorado as well an amazing shop down there and we're lucky enough to kind of have our headquarters here in boulder colorado Um, and yeah, I mean, that's kind of the the start of it. It's, it's in my blood almost just the the whole idea of this.
1: Well, your, was your family like, um, the type of people that like to get out and adventure, you know, beyond, uh, just the city, uh, were they the type of people that like to go out and camp?
0: You know, no, not, not so much my immediate family, but my uncles at, at my, both of my uncles are big explorers. Um, and so I spent a lot of win- winters and summers with them uh, but you know I really feel like um you know out of the the family tree uh, I'm definitely holding the most uh genes in regards to just getting out there and being really comfortable and that feeling like like uh you know, that's where my spirit belongs
1: yeah hell yeah uh you were talking <laughs> about how these other companies like the Winnebago Revel are like you call it high end and i I find that funny and very interesting because every time I'm in one of those type of events, not to, I'm not trying to put them down, but we've been in several of them and we've noticed all the things that are kind of breaking within six months, you know? And when we do these more, uh, DIY style or custom style builds, a lot of the time they seem to me at least like that, they, they hold up stronger. Why, why do they become a high end company instead of, you know, somebody else? Um, like I, I, from what it looks like your company is very high end. And I think I would actually rather get a a vehicle from somebody like you than
0: say like a Mercedes, you know, I agree with you on the, you know, the, the Winnebago. So again, all those, they appear to be high end in the market to the people like, you know, the average Joe's out there. Um, but. You know, I, I had rented this vehicle, a couple of those vehicles out and they were constantly just, you know, falling apart and having problems. And, you know, both with me personally in them and then with other people experiencing them as well. Um, but, you know, I think when it comes to that shift of from that, when, like, you know, more brand names out there, Winnebago Roadtrek and things like that that are out there, um, you know, the idea is to create something that um, is, you know, truly built well structurally, you know. So as an example, for instance, like, you know, our upper cabinets that we put up, you know how thin the sheet metal is that comes with the van. So to really use that as any structural support for a hundred and hundred and fifty pound cabinet after it's loaded up. Just is not going to give you that longevity. Number one, it's 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 going to make noises, which in my mind just drives me absolutely crazy when things are kind of going nuts back there. I understand when things are in the cabinet, but not the cabinets themselves. Um, mm. So you know, putting putting all the proper steel in place and in and, uh, an uh, and aluminum to and building all the furniture correctly um, is something that we really appreciate doing, um, and so. That's number one, just structurally, and number two is if 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 you know I don't imagine being in a van and being in a KOA or anywhere near plug, okay? That's just not how I imagine real adventure to look like. For some, that's fine, but uh, not the type of vehicles that we build. And um, you know, I'm sure you guys have like you know an idea on what I'm talking about and where you like to be in the van. So you know, creating something that has enough power to do that, right? Enough solar. Because the last things you want to worry about are your, your battery system. So we use all Victron equipment. I mean, we're doing a minimum of, you know, 600 amp hours in mm-hmm. any van, right? Because... You know, when you have a fridge running and we, you know, as much as we love propane and man, I want a propane stove in my home, but I don't want one in my van because it's just another fluid that I've got to pick up and the potential for some danger, you know, and it's just not worth it to me. I like, I like the idea of induction uh, and our batteries can support that and you can use cast iron on that. And that's all that matters to me. Uh, So uh, that, that's something that, you know, we try to be all electric, you know, with our vehicles and our heaters are, you know, they run off the gas tank. Right. So that's something that you're already having to get. Um, and they use very little electricity. Uh, so we really think about, you know, being a little overzealous with our power plant. But, you know, as you guys have may experienced a time or two, like batteries, if they go dead, the van kind of feels useless in a way. Or when things are freezing up, if you've spent some serious time in the mountains, like I like to go up to Aspen the night before where it's, you know, negative four. And I still want my water, you know, and I want my van to be warm and I want to be able to keep my daughter warm and, and you know, things like that. Uh, so a really well insulated van, you know, and keeping all that water on the inside of the van as well. And I know it takes up a little bit more space, but if you're talking about a true four season vehicle that can go anywhere, anytime, that's how you do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, So, so power and water, enough water storage, we usually do a minimum of 36 gallons of water centered right over the wheel well. Um, But, you know, thinking all those things through and having that type of van and especially with the proper suspension um, there's really nowhere that I don't feel like I could go, especially in my vehicle, um, you know, with the way that it's been built. So I think that's what makes the difference. The difference, you're not finding a lot of companies that put that much thought into uh, where this van is going to go and how it's going to drive down the road. They just make it look flashy with some, you know, some five ply birch wood and a little bit of laminate Um, and that kind of shit falls apart. And we know that. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, so. So I think that's the difference between like Instagram and reality, like on a brochure or in a picture and a post. It <laughs> looks very nice. Um, but then after, you know, six months to a year of living in it, you start to see kind of the flaws and the cracks and stuff.
1: And I think one of the big differences between like your company and like what we've built in our own home is we have both that Instagrammable, but it's also super functional. You're able mm-hmm. to go to the Four Seasons like we have 40 gallons of water. We've been in negative 30 running everything, no problem, you know, and nothing froze up at all. And negative 30 in Banff-Alberta for, like, a week straight. You know, so, <laughs> it. It, yeah, like, that goes to show, like, that's a truly four-season vehicle, you know, and and yep. and you can still take those photos out of it if you want. Um, yep. But you need something that is more practical and functional more than anything uh, if you're going to live in it full-time.
2: So I want to get a little nostalgic with you. So obviously the van that you have now, you have a Sprinter, it's like beefed out. You've got all of these, you know, your own personal van, right? It's probably going to be one of the best vans that you've got in the fleet. So uh, you've had so many different kinds of vehicles over the years. Maybe thinking back like nostalgically, what was one of the vans that was like your favorite in terms of like, I don't know, just like the vibe or the cool or like where you were with it or something about it that just made it? amazing maybe obviously not you know victron batteries and things like that but just like the feeling that you got when you were in whatever rig it was
0: Mm, you know my first van again when i told you i was younger so i was you know 16 17 and we all know how we are when we're 16 and 17 and and uh you know so a lot of a lot of memories made in my first vehicle like a lot that you know kind of you know, some that put a big smile on my face, ones that make me cry. And, you know, this was a a van, no insulation, you know, two by fours for, uh, you know, a futon mattress, uh, a couple of storage bins. I didn't even have a fan. Uh, It didn't have any windows, but in the front. So it was about as dirt bag as you can possibly get to kind of start. But, you know, I always remember because I was in snowboarding, like the memories I'd have going up, and all the friends just loving getting ready in the van, so a lot of memories in my first van, um, I think kind of fast forwarding to what I have now, um you know, I built it myself, and it actually it's not the best van in the fleet. It took me you know two years, and I wanted to do this alone, like it was a project that I really wanted to tackle alone and see all the skills that I've learned since I've started this business all come together, so I really appreciate the van that I have now because, um, you know, my first couple vehicles didn't have four wheel drive, you know, they just weren't as capable as what I have now. But, uh, yeah, as far as nostalgic goes, my first van definitely has a lot of memories, you know, a lot of fun ones and, and left and right and up and down. So, um, that was, that's kind of, you know, that vehicle was kind of where and how I ended up today, you know, and just thinking about being able to offer that experience to people and that lifestyle, with all the skills that I've learned today. Um, and you know, like I said, my van that I have now has a, like a, a wood stove in it and you know, it's, it's, it's laid out super, super well and, and, and has all the fun stuff on it. So I can just kind of really get out there and be comfortable, you know? So, uh, yeah, hopefully that, 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 uh, that was a good answer. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was it was great. Uh so now that you're building custom vans for people, what's like a no-no that like when a when a customer's like, hey, I want this, what are one of those things that you're like, I'm sorry, but we won't do that. Is there anything?
0: Yeah, there is there is for me. Uh, uh there's 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 two things actually that kind of uh turn me off to not to, to really kind of holding my ground that I won't do. And I don't like shower pans in the floor with, like, curtains that drop up to the ceiling, okay, because there's a lot of steam that gets created from showers, even with fans, and and a little bit more potential for water to get out. And uh, water in a van really scares me because of the issues that it can create down the road. Uh, and make things very difficult. So we do a full stainless steel enclosed shower with a really tight roll down kind of like sleeping bag door uh, to really make sure all that steam and water is contained. So a lot of people you know, have these ideas for, for space saving and things like that. And, and yes, it's functional, but I think with shower and water, I'm more, more, more concerned about safety and to make sure no damages happen and it's a solid unit. Uh, so that's the first thing. And, uh, I think the second thing is water filtration, right? Because I have a really bad experience with water filtration from, you know, it's really hard to winterize that section, right. Of of you know sometimes water sitting in the filters that's hard to get out and those things can crack uh and and so those things make me a little nervous so my recommendation is just put filtered water in your water tank uh and you can do that with a, a an attachment that goes on the end of your hose and it's just fresh all throughout the van which is nice as well uh so that that's a lot safer so i i try to lean people towards that i've lost a client or two because i'm just not really down to do those things. So those are a no-no for us.
2: (laughs) Sometimes it's definitely worth holding your ground. And obviously, you know, when you're working with clients, it's, you know, got to be the right fit. And so we've talked to some van builders who kind of moved away from the custom one-on-one van build thing to more of like, I'm going to build a van the way I want it. And then I'm going to sell it just because they don't, I don't know, necessarily love working with the client per se, or like, the client has changes or the client wants a different paint color or the client, you know, and then it just becomes this like
0: stressful
2: back and forth forth, trying to make the client happy, but then also trying to deliver a van in a timely, you know, fashion. So, Mm. you know, for your business model, obviously you're working direct with the client and making sure that their van is custom to what they need. What are some of maybe like the pros and cons that you've seen of that? And I mean, clearly you enjoy this business model, Um, so, you know, why, why do you stay on this path rather than maybe going an easier route, which would just be to like build and sell?
0: Well, there's definitely an art to it, you know, and, and, you know, I've been practicing, you know, that skill all my life, being able to connect with people and kind of lead them in a path that I think is most, most, you know, functional for the van. And, you know, they have, um, you know, there, there are plenty of builders out there that are kind of sticking on this really, you know, you know option a b and c path right so number one i wanted to be different and i wanted to be challenged um and i'm most certainly challenged with the different unique builds that we do just about every single time and i most certainly can be challenged with dealing with very specific to the eighth inch clients um but you know i think the the the, the pro of that is you do build a long you know relationship and it takes us three months to do a build and we're we're always hitting our target and if not dropping you know weeks off of that um, is that word of mouth spreads really well when you build that kind of relationship with somebody both good and bad and 99 percent of the time it's good we are not the cheapest van company out there you know an average build for us is just for the build portion is 140 to 250 just for you know just for the build out not including the van so You know, there are those type of people out there that really want it the way that they want it. And we're 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 both passionate about what we do, but we're also you know, we're, we're, we're taken care of here to, to do that process and to go through that unique process, just like, uh, you know, there's plenty of people out there that, you know, want a custom home built for them. And they're, you know, imagine a home builder that's dealing with this entire custom home as well. And so there, there are very unique people out there that can deal with that kind of, uh, you know, pressure maybe, Uh, And and we do deal well really well with that and uh, my guys deal really well with that so I want to be unique and I want to give the client a really good experience both from the first conversation that we have, and getting them excited um, and then allowing them to come in and look at their van every week or two weeks or send them pictures whatever it might be or FaceTime and, and so they can feel connected all the way throughout the build and they they, they feel uh, each one of those steps you know, and, and, and appreciate those steps that we take. And so, you know, we like that. And I think it's why we have some of the reviews that we have that feel more like books instead of, hey, great van period, you know, so, so there's a lot of a different connection. So when people are reading our reviews, they're, 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 they're feeling it, you know, I think. So, Um, you know, not to say that we probably won't build every layout there layout out there. Uh, and there are some that we've done, you know, with very minor changes because somebody comes in here and sees, you know, one of the hundreds of vans that we've done and say, you know what, I like that, but let's just change the color. You know what I mean? So there there are situations like that as well. But uh and maybe one day we'll offer that, but we'll never lose that custom kind of idea as far as wanting to be able to build a unique experience and van for people.
1: We know how taxing building a van can be. So is there anything that you do for your workers, you know? uh, any type of like small parties or, you know, maybe like there's a basketball hoop. I don't know what you got going on there exactly at your facility, but what do you do to like say thank you to your workers?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We just got back from running the sickest house out in Vail, Colorado, ski in, ski out, you know, creme de la creme, cream of the crop, uh, East wing, West wing, you know, so, so we just spent, uh, you know, four or five days out there as a crew uh, and, you know, exchanging some gifts and, you know, giving big bonuses and, you know, I pay my people well and offer good benefits. I contribute to everybody's 401k, no matter whether they do it or not. Um, you know, I'm going to walk you through the shop after this so you can get the vibe of what's going down. Uh, and, uh, everybody's out there dancing. There's donuts, there's always donuts and coffee. And, uh, the, 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 the biggest one is, the freedom to express themselves in every build, even though it's to the client, but that you know that challenging, uh, you know, feeling that they get every day, and that the vibe is high. You know, the vibe is high for sure. I might and,
1: might be looking yeah. for a job soon, so uh, I'll be coming through. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> when you said ski and ski out, how was it, man.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, we we just always having fun. I'm always going out to lunch, and you know, these are my friends. This is my family. These people. I you know I I thank every day we have a team meeting every morning because I can't do this without them and uh I, you know I'm not uh I just I I know how blessed I am so I'm very uh, I'm very grateful for the people I have here and I I know at the end of the day the best way to show gratitude is you know through being able to take care of them and theirs uh their families and their stuff and so I do that very well but also I'm very vocal with every single person you know just stopping time in the shop for five seconds and just saying something like, "Hey, you know, I really appreciate you. Thanks for being here. Or whatever it might be, I think it goes a long way. It would with me, so that's how I treat my people.
2: Plus, I mean, you're probably there forty plus hours a week anyway. So if you're enjoying the people that you're with, and you know everybody's happy, and you know we've seen some interesting van build companies where. While we were there, like the whole staff like mutinied and quit, and we were like, "What just happened?" yeah,
1: Knows like, uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, most um, of these people have been here from conception, you know, with you know, a couple of years now. You know, I started back in late two thousand um, and fifteen uh, And, yeah, so everybody seems really happy here. And we've got a really cool setup for a shop at both locations, like just a really good layout. Uh, we do uh four vans at a time here in this location and and four at our other location.
2: You said you have a daughter that travels with you now are you kind of raising the next generation of van life dirtbag?
0: Yep, exactly. Yeah, she's definitely getting a, a a van for her first car. You know, I you know, I'm going to let her take her path on everything else she wants to do, but I'm like just trust me on this one. Okay, just trust me on this one. Uh, so she's four and a half now, so she's got some time. So they'll probably be flying by then. I don't know, but um, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know, we're 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 looking forward to the next generation of you know vehicles that we'll get to play with. But uh, my daughter is a big inspiration in my life, and uh, you know she's at the shop every morning. She just left for school you know she's always out there chatting with all the guys she just got this karaoke machine this morning that i gave her as a late christmas gift and she's out singing to the guys always sneaking out chocolate wherever chocolates at around the shop but you know she spotted something somewhere and we were all in our meeting this morning we're like how did she see that and so uh she knows this place anybody better than anybody else she's been here from the very beginning so too so yeah
1: Instead of instead of cruising around in one of those like electric convertible top like little toy cars, she's gonna have like a full van build out electric I, style, you know, just it's you like, know
0: winches and bumpers and you know, just, she's um, gonna have the fake kitchen and stuff in the she, back uh, with uh, the yeah. dolls
1: back there and
0: stuff. Oh my god! I, you know what? I need to find one of those. Oh my but, uh, she, you know, she's great at traveling in the van with me. You know, she really is. Um, and she just loves it out there, you know. Adventure has been a part of her life since she was, you know, tiny months old. Got her out ASAP. You know, my 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 ex wife was pregnant in event, so you know that's just part of her her love. And she was born in Boulder. Um, Hazel Birdie means her. Kreider is her name.
1: Beautiful, Beautiful name.
0: Yeah. Yeah, thank I think. You
2: you know, Boulder is a beautiful place to have a van company as well. It's just such vibes and you're really so close to nature and so easy to get out there. And, you know, I think it's beautiful that you can take your daughter and enjoy all the, you know, get out of the city and, you know, do those fun things. And I think kids love, you know, learning about, you know, the fish and the birds and, you know, how to put up a, you know, a barbecue outside or whatever it may be. And like, Just spending quality time with family. And I think a van really gives you the ability to have that quality time. You know, we take it for granted. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it most certainly does. She's in, uh, for the past three years, she's been in like a, a nature school you know, every day, five days a week, she's outside, unless it's like pouring its ass off outside, but snow, no matter how cold it is, we just get her prepped up. And she just, she learns about that and being away from, you know, mom and dad. And, and, uh, you know, that's an experience that I wish I had and she really enjoys it. And there's, there's really cool people there at this school. So yeah, outdoor, you know, the outdoors is a big part of our life for sure. Just started teaching her. It's great for awareness for kids. Nice. Yeah, that's that that's been fun. You know, that's this is the snowboarding with her has been, you know, in my like a big moment with her. And so I've got her on her little Burton snowboard and she's tiny, man. She's tiny for her age. And uh, you know, I've got the the backpack with the two, you know, leashes, like a like a boarding rope almost. Yeah, exactly. And she's killing it, man. She's killing it. So
2: so you're a family man, but you're also a businessman and obviously running a business, especially, you know, it sounds like a pretty big booming business. You've got 22 employees, you've got two shops, like, you know, you're obviously juggling a lot of things. What are some of the biggest challenges that you've had personally in kind of growing and running this business?
0: Remembering to eat would probably be the biggest thing, <laughs> Um you know, it, it it most certainly has come with its challenges. Uh, just keeping the people happy, I think, is the really biggest thing, because, you know, if you hire the right people and they're happy, the product's going to turn out really well. Um, I think, uh, you know, personally. You know, I think that. uh <laughs> I think just me having my daughter, you know, like after only being in this business for a year was kind of a big challenge because, you know, in my eyes, you know, being a family man and a father, you know, I want to take care of my daughter. But this, you know, setting up this type of lifestyle and, you know, the hopefully the future that this business can bring to, you know, the next generation of my family, um, I saw really valuable too, uh for, you know, being a father and being a provider. Um, and so, you know, that, that, I, you know, that, that suffered a little bit, but, but way more than I had, you know, at growing up. So I'm happy that I can kind of give her that life. And, you know, she has the things that she needs and wants and a loving and caring father. Um, but I think that was a little tough, but, you know, by the, all the energy that I had put into this, I think that's why this business has gotten successful as it's been in such a, you know, under a 10 year period. And so. Um, you know, now, like you said, I'm not here 40 hours a week. I'm here 25, 30 hours a week, you know, I only, and we, we only work four days a week as a shop 10 hour, um, you know, so, so I, I'm now able to kind of spend more time with her, you know, and do those things, uh, and just take off and do those things because I have the, the right people in place where I feel so confident to be able to walk away for a month if I needed to and. You know everything's gonna be taken care of, um so I've really set it up in a position to to you know, the whole reason why I started this business is because I love adventure, so it's you know my mission was to try to get there as quick as possible uh and so i'm I'm just kind of coming around that turn where I can give my daughter and my family and myself more time um but it's not easy to start and de- you know have twenty two people in two locations and you know be responsible for fifty or sixty vans a year. Um, and the challenges of, you know, once you're, you know, now we've got hundreds of vans out there and dealing with, you know, there is warranty work that needs to be done and all those things that come up. And, um, you know, obviously I think the biggest one is just keeping the schedule. You know, that's my responsibility. That's my job in the company right now is, you know, I am taking those calls because I feel the most confident in my ability to be able to relay the message and the you know, what we do here to the potential client. So, um, you know, I love being in the shop, but I can do that from anywhere. So that's kind of my role that I have now. And so that's my responsibility. So, um, but I don't lose sleep at night about it. Um, and I think just keeping it, you know, no stress and everything works out, you know, the, 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 the the you know the company's doing great i'm doing great you know my i'm very content in my life with both where i live and uh finally having a business that i'm really passionate about and uh can and, and you know excited to be here you know everybody's excited in the environment that we created so uh you know i don't know if i got off on a, a thing there but yeah so i think that's that's that and <laughs> that happens i can do that obviously <laughs> the
1: main the main aspect of the whole thing is that now you've built this company to a point where now you could actually spend time with your daughter you could you could get out there go snowboarding teach her the things you know maybe become a coach or whatever it is for her and whatever endeavor she wants to do you now have the time for that and i think you know giving up some time in in certain points of life is very important in order to have that time later on um, so that way you could really enjoy all these experiences, you know, and it seems like that you've gotten to that point, which is really beautiful to see.
0: Yeah. Both in my personal life. And then as far as business, obviously creating a successful company, but that's not to me just in a dollar amount of our numbers. It's in the environment that people want to be and that clients get excited to come through the door. And at the end of the day, making one badass van that I feel really confident out there from all of my experiences and all the experiences of people in the shop.
2: For people who are maybe thinking about, you know, they've been listening and they're like, oh, like maybe I want to get my van built out by Boulder. Um, Is there like a limitation on which kind of vans that you work with? Are you saying, oh, we're only taking sprinters or pro masters or transits or could somebody show up with like an econo line or something like that? Um, and then what would kind of the process be like from like that first call to I know we've heard some band builders have like a year out like wait list, like you know, what is if I was calling you today to like start the process, how would that kind of flow?
0: Yeah, totally. So, you know, the flow for us would be we only like to work on the sprinter and the and the Ford Transit because you know sure you could get away with two wheel drive but i just i want to build this company on something that has a good chassis and i believe that those two are going to allow you to get out there the furthest so that's what we stick on just those two um we do do some pool behind trailers as well like that usually are only pulled behind a sprinter for extra space and stuff um so yeah that's 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 been our mo from the very beginning so that's where we're sticking um So if you've got one of those, the process with us would be, uh, you would put down a, you know, you can come in and we'll have a meeting and we'll just kind of shoot the, you know, the stuff and kind of talk about where you're at with your journey. Um, um, But, uh, you know, the first thing would be just having a design consultation and putting down $1,500 to get on our schedule. Uh, And that goes towards your invoice when we start, but that just You know, we can't be having design meetings with every single person as much as we'd love to, but they take an enormous amount of time and energy. And so we just ask if, you know, after that initial kind of phone consultation or hour meeting that we might have uh, and see in the shop that you then put down 1500 to take the next step and get some renders done. Uh, We do some pretty high end blueprints. So, you know, after we have our actual design meeting, which can take anywhere from, you know, an hour and a half to two hours is typically the time it takes. You know, we do all these renders, these really cool 3D blueprints that are, you know, not SketchUp. I mean, these are these I used to use SketchUp in the beginning. I mean, these are pretty high end, you know, kind of looks at what you're getting down to the grain and the wood and the knobs and colors and all that outside as well. Then, after you agree with that, that's when we make the invoice. So, you know, everybody, you know, is like, oh, well, what do you think this is going to cost? And I can give you a range, but there's things that once we actually start, you know, kind of talking design, you know, do you want a bumper? Do you want suspensions? Do you want the outside lights, the awnings, the upgraded fuel tanks? And 50 percent of the time that's yes and sometimes it's not and that can change the price by 20 30 40 gram you know a winch and our clients like to do those things so there is a really wider range anywhere from a lowest build that we've done at 80 thousand all the way up to a build that we have in the shop right now that's 330 not including the van so there's just Unfortunately, being in that custom world that we're in, it's it's really tough to kind of narrow it down unless you kind of give us that time to really make you an invoice after you've approved those fin- final blueprints, right? After you're like, you know what, Brian, you nailed it from our design conversation. This is exactly what we want. Give us a week after that, after you've approved those blueprints to put the invoice together. Um, and that's how that process works for us our, our, our schedule right now is out until September of next year, um, on both of our locations. Um, so, you know, if somebody wanted to book, you know, sometimes things open up. So we have a reserve list too, where, you know, shit happens. We either didn't get your van in time, you know, the market did this or whatever. So, so stuff can shift. Uh, so, you know, most certainly just kind of give us a call or hit us up on the website. Um, if you think you want something sooner, because that most certainly could happen as well. Um, You know, we ask all of our clients to put down 75% of the invoice three months prior to us starting because, you know, that's going to cover the free three months of labor and all the materials that you need for your van. And we need that three months in advance because uh, stuff is taking that long to get, you know, and we want to be ready for your build date when we start. Uh, so, uh, that's the process that we take in the final payment when we're done. And, um, you know, then you're off in three months and it's done. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's been the longest it's ever really taken us to complete a build. Um, and at the end of the day, like if you read some of our reviews, um, they're all five stars, um, we had somebody that worked for us for one day and we had to let them go. So we decided to leave us a nasty review, unfortunately. But out of all the other ones, you can tell which ones are real and which ones aren't. We'd love to help anybody that kind of wants to get into a, a van that's built really well uh, and thought through really well and wants it their way. Then um, yeah, you know, most certainly check us out and check our website out. Kind of gives a good demonstration of the, the work and the quality and the team and the vibe, and you know which is important to some as well.
2: Mm-hmm. it's all about the vibe always
0: yeah uh, you know it, it's worked for me most of my life so i i gotta believe there's some truth in that <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so let me ask you about life. like sorry let me ask you about like the trend of van life so obviously it kind of exploded in 2020 you know a lot of people were feeling cooped up they were ready to like get out um but so you know we're coming you know 2023 we're like you know pretty far away from that some people might think oh it's just a passing phase like you know the market's probably gonna die down there'll be less people looking to get into it you know it was just like a fluke that it got so popular that kind of thing um so as somebody who's like talking to prospective van lifers every day you know where do you see kind of the trend of like van life in general moving or growing or shrinking or, you know, how do you kind of see it?
0: Yeah. So we were, we were here before the COVID boom and we were doing good. You know, we were a year out then and COVID, I think just you know, because unique builders like us, were still few and far between. So we, you know, we stayed busy. Um, But, you know, the Denver Nine News, we were on Denver Nine News, they chose us and uh, one other company uh, to interview about how COVID impacted the business. And there was no doubt the phones were ringing off the hook, we're almost a year and a half, two years out, like, uh, we're still building with clients that had that initial rush of COVID, you know. Uh, So uh, there's no doubt that it did it slowed down from that a little bit of course you know there was a lot of buzz around it and of course that's when you know stuff's going to go up um but i think that awoke enough people to the idea to keep it a steady trend for the people that are out there doing it right mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. Well, it's like it has slowed down like you said, but I think that the trend or the the ability to want to live out of a vehicle and travel and go see all these different places and the fact that there is a digital way of working now has really opened up the market to become a thing forever.
2: Speaking of that, do you see a lot of like requests for like mobile offices and things like that? Or are your clients more like weekend warriors?
0: No, we just got done building one. I was actually going to take the call in uh, his van, but um, yeah, so we, you know, I would say it's probably 25% full live-in time, like, you know, people selling their homes and like moving into this full time. So we have some clients like that. Um, But most of our clientele, 75% of our clientele are, you know, weekend warriors. And I would say, you know, most of the time over 50. You know, these were, were, I think, the style that we're not using a lot of metal and putting dirt bikes and climbing gear and doing stuff like that. It's a very refined, tailored look that we do that's not overly complicated, but very functional and well built. And I think that's the people that we appeal to. Um, but you know, we've gotten some young people in here as well. But I would say most of our, our generation is kind of towards that. The people that are just like, all right, you know, I'm not working as much. Like I want to get on the road. And, you know, they get the Starlink or the Cell Booster and they they have these capabilities to go anywhere, anytime and and work remotely. So um yeah, we're 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 kind of all over the map with that.
1: What's uh what's the thing that you're most excited about for 2022? Uh, sorry, 2023. Wow, I'm going back a <laughs> year
0: yeah um I would just say, um, our process you know we we've done so much custom work now that we're able to really kind of have a process for what we feel like anybody would throw at us. um I feel like I have the best team that I've ever had, and we've put in some really good communication set in place as far as uh programs that we can use. We've got a couple of flat screens around the shop that kind of have workflow and um, you know, it really feels like it's all coming to a head these past couple months. So I feel like going into the new year, you know, running a good business is about, you know, having really good communication as well. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about going into 2023 about that. Um, and I and, you know, our vans are are fantastic now, but I think these things will show even more coming into this next year for us with some of the innovation that we've created and some of the products that we've dialed in. Uh, and some of the new things that we explored last year, you know, and taking notes and now refining it.
2: So I guess our final question we usually ask is: if you had a piece of advice for somebody who was thinking about van life, they're dreaming about it, they're sitting at home wondering if this is something that they should, you know, pursue. What would your uh, little words of wisdom for them be?
0: I would say 100% do it. It has it has upgraded my life. It has up my life, you know it, it fills a portion of my heart and it fulfills my spirit. so i I you know feeling like I have all the things with me that mean a lot to me, um, you know, it is I'll never give it up. and you know I have a, a you know a home, but I you know my my van is my home and the memories that I've made in that. So I think that anybody who's thinking about it take the plunge and yeah, your life will be upgraded for sure
1: amazing oh, yeah. well thank you so much brian for coming on we really appreciate you it was amazing having you hearing your words of wisdom just hearing about the company and how it's growing we can't wait to one day come and actually see the facilities for ourselves but if the people want to see it we're going to have a little quick shot on our instagram so you can go check out there and uh yeah man we, we really appreciate just having you maybe we could rip some runs one of these days when we get back up there
0: yeah i got both my passes so i can go anywhere anytime let's mm-hmm. hit it. Really oh, nice yeah. talking to you. Thanks again for uh taking the time with us too and 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 sharing our message out there. I know you guys got a big following and I can see why I can see why that is just from talking to you here in the past hour. So great job to you guys as well.
1: Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel F N A Van Life. All that right.